Welcome to Kick Back with Chris, Martial Arts Podcast. guys and welcome to another episode of kickback with chris and um, hope you've all had a great week another flyby for me it's gone so 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 quickly i think it's, it's literally it's the situation of spinning all these plates with the podcast in and the online courses and running my school and um other bits that i've got going on in the minute these weeks just seem to be flying by at an increasing pace uh, as do the years which is really quite worrying but anyway um Today we are going to be speaking to Mr. Neil Kirkland of the Adaptive Martial Arts UK and Ireland Association. Uh, they are a group that are dedicated to raising awareness and to promote the inclusion of people of all types of disability within the martial arts, um, which is a fantastic cause and something that I'm really, really keen to speak to Neil about. Um, in other news, I suppose, um, I'm sure many of you have seen the conversations or debates sometimes even arguments that i have a tendency to get myself into on social media a little bit it's always for the passion of martial arts and it's always with a a, a positive reason at heart although sometimes i guess the conversations don't always end up with that sort of tone so there was one conversation that i had um it's actually at the beginning of the year and it was on the rise of the martial arts consultants again i say again and um, because this is something that uh, I witnessed and was involved with, not as a consultant, but as somebody who was using them um, in the sort of early to mid 2000s. And um, so I've been teaching full time now since the late 90s. And uh, when I first opened my own school, which was uh, sort of in, in the early 2000s, I did use some consultancy groups. So I've had first hand experience, some good, a lot bad, <laughs> uh, using these consultancy groups and if, actually before we go any further I think it is important to point out that not all martial arts consultants are bad um, and even of the ones that I worked with that were I don't know I don't know if shade is the right descriptive but let's 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 say that they didn't really have my my school or its growth or sustainability as their number one priority some of the advice that they gave was actually good um, but a lot of it wasn't and I I just want to discuss that a little bit. Um, as I said at the, the outset of this podcast, I do want to have these sort of challenging discussions and not sort of skirt around them. So the uh, the rise of the consultants originally, uh, I didn't really realise it was something that was happening because I, I just sort of, it was just part of, it was what was going on when I opened my school. Um, I, didn't, I didn't really realise that it was sort of a new thing. It was just there. Um, and as I say, I did I did use them. Um, experiences that I had, uh, they they kind of appeared and disappeared quite a lot. And at the time, I didn't really understand what that was about. But obviously, since then, I've gone on to so you know through into my own school and and seeing where some of these people have gone. Um, it, it does make me realise, or I believe, has helped me to realise. Um, what their motives were and it's allowed me to potentially spot some of the warning signs with people that are popping up now um, now something I would advise anybody is just look into the history of the person that is promoting themselves as a consultant um, what is their history with their school you know um, do, do have they suddenly sort of popped up from nowhere yeah, that's a, it's a really, really big one. If they have, then you might want to be a little bit careful. 
with the advice that you're taking from them. Um, it might be advice that's actually very new to them and they're simply passing it on very quickly without any longer-term um, experience in this information and um, to back up what they're saying. Um, are they expecting you to make massive change to everything that you do? And are you finding that there is a little bit of a push on you, a gentle nudge that becomes a quite a hefty shove to start doing everything in line with what their school or their brand does? If this is happening, then again, I would be... I would be careful. I would be really, really careful. Um, as an example, one of the consultancy groups that um, I worked with in my early 20s, um, they were leaning really, really quite heavily on me to start using their branding. And um, I did, uh, quite naively, really. And this group didn't last much more than probably 12 months, uh, which ended up with me having sort of not rebranded but sort of adopted the branding of this this group um, which was then completely useless to me because the person and the consultancy group just cleared off um, and you know I'm not suggesting that that's going to happen to everybody that rebrands and sort of adopts things from consultancy groups um, franchises etc but you do want to be aware of that before you commit to anything because there's a there's a possibility that 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 could happen and um, have a think about what is their ultimate goal of the four consultancy groups that i used three of them vanished and of the three that vanished two of them sold their schools so what does that tell me about the advice that they were giving me with regards to the longevity of my school were they providing me with quick fixes to um, put money in their pockets to make me think wow you know look at how well my school is doing i should spend more money on going on courses that they're providing so i can run my school like them because ultimately their end goal seemingly wasn't to have a long-term sustainable school and if it was then clearly that advice wasn't any good because their schools ended up closing so you've got to be really really careful on that one you know if 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 it doesn't feel right, likelihood is it isn't. If it's clear that they're pushing for short-term goals and gains rather than your long-term future, then you probably don't want to be following their advice. Now, I know this is going to ruffle some feathers um, and might annoy some people as well, but obviously I'm not naming any names. If you're a consultant out there and you're listening to this, great, do, you know, get on and do what you're doing but just be aware that people are becoming clued up on um the tactics that some of these some of these consultants have um that they their longer term goal isn't to remain a consultant um they want to go on to do other things and in that respect sometimes you have to be a little bit careful um you're not putting money in their pockets to, to sort of aid their end goal rather than to um, help yours, so to speak. Anyway, moving on. Um, now, uh, another thing that we have introduced uh, this week is a new uh, question of the week section. And the first, the very first question that came in, and I decided to do this one, uh, was from Duncan on Facebook, who asked, uh, what is your goal when studying and training martial arts? So, 
<sighs> right. For me personally, this one has changed several times over the years. Uh, I have... Well, I originally started out when I was a child. Um, I wanted to do all the cool stuff that the instructor was and, and the senior instructors were doing. They were breaking wood and sparring and, and, and flying around the room, and it, and it looks really cool. And I want to be able to do that cool stuff that I'd seen people doing in the movies. That was my, game, uh, my ultimate uh, goal, I suppose. As I got older, um, then my my focus switched more to the sparring side, and you know that 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 kept me interested. And um, not initially, I was terrified of sparring initially, but eventually, um, it was the sparring that kind of got me hooked. I wanted me that made me want to keep going back. And then I went on to forms and competition, and um, I was interested in competing and performing at events. And so over the years, it's it's changed. I wouldn't say it's it's one one thing. Um, I know for some people it is, and they they keep to that one reason all the time, um, or that that end goal, should we say? Um, right now, um, my focus is on keeping myself in the the best shape possible um, to be able to uh, teach my students um, to be in a position to be able to defend my family should I need to. Um, to keep myself healthy as I'm, I'm getting a little bit older um, and at the same time uh, keep myself in shape for any sort of film or performance roles that come up so it's I suppose the goal for me anyway is is constantly shifting it's never it's not a stationary goal it, it, it's changed through the years as I've got older um, and as my sort of martial arts journey has changed I hope that answers your question um, if anybody uh, else has um, an, an answer or any thoughts on that same question, then please do get in touch and I will by all means cover them in the show. Um, this question of the week section now will be a, a regular slot going forwards, so get those questions in. Obviously, the more questions I get in, I can stockpile them and then I can pick in and, and use them each week. So, moving on to our interview with Mr. Neil Kirkland of Adaptive Martial Arts. Um, I'm re- I've really been looking forward to this one actually so we will now get on to Neil um, after this short break you're listening to Kick Back with Chris the martial arts podcast brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk okay so live on the phone now we have Mr Neil Kirkland from the Adaptive Martial Arts UK and Ireland group how are we today sir? Oh, very well, thanks, Chris. Yeah, very good. Fantastic. Um, now, uh, before we go any further, what I'll actually say, although I have spoken to you before and you were on my list, um, I actually yes. spoke to um, the legend that is Tony Pillage um, not too mm. long ago, and he suggested that I get in touch with you to do this interview. So here we are. So you can't say that I don't listen to people and take people's advice. So. <laughs> oh, well, it's lovely to be on here. <laughs> it is, it is. Now, um, what I like to do when we have first people... I first have people on. It's just to go right back to the start, um, so we can I can learn a little bit, and so the listeners can learn mm. a little bit as well. Um, when did you first start? Get when did you first get into martial arts, and, and what uh, sort of prompted that? Nineteen seventy nine, a long, 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 long time ago. Um, and I started off with uh, Shotokan. Um, not many clubs about in those days, uh, mm. and it was a tiny little club. And basically, um, you know. A story that many people here will have uh, will appreciate was, um, you know, I was a kid at school. I was bullied. You know, I walked with a limp. You know, 1979, we weren't quite as politically correct as we are mm. today. Um, so, yeah, I was bullied at school. And my, basically, my mum said, 
you got two choices. You live with it or you do something about it. So, you know, it was uh, the era of, you know, Bruce Lee was, you know, still very much in people's minds. And yeah. so we looked for a club and I can't, do you know what? It's really bad, but I can't even remember the guy's name because it was, it was, a, I was there for about two years. And, uh, but it was a tiny little club and they'd already, they were probably, you know, it, in those days, um, the guy was a first Dan and then his students, he had about three or four other students and they were all sort of brown belts and purple belts. Yeah. So I came along as a beginner and it was just like, wow. And I just fell in love with it then. So uh, that was the beginning. Um, and then I went off. So that little club closed down and then I went off and trained with a guy called Pat O'Keefe, uh, uh, yep. who is funnily enough coming to visit us uh, next week uh, to do a seminar. Yeah. And he was amazing. And, you know, he took, he, he never gave any quarter, although he knew I was disabled. He never gave any quarter to, to that. Um, and it, it's something that I've, you know, in my studies and in my teaching now, you know, it's not the height of the bar. It's how you get over it. And that's what I work with now. So yeah, he was, he was a big influence on me. So, uh, yeah. And wow. so trained with him for about four or five years. And then I went off and I did, uh, I ran pubs and bits and bobs. And then I met, um, about 20, 20 odd years ago, I met a guy called Robbie Woodard, yeah. who not many people have heard of. He's kind of, uh, he's lived in the shadows, so to speak. But he, he was one of annoyed, since they annoyed as, uh, students. And he's just a phenomenal martial artist, just phenomenal. Um, uh, he went off and did some stuff with Bill Newman. Uh, he's a screamer. And it's, and he was another guy who just was, you know do what you can do do what you do and uh, i learned a lot from him and then about 10 years ago i went and studied wing chun so you know just my leg had got a bit worse i couldn't do i couldn't really i couldn't really kick much anymore i can still do a little bit but so and it's just suited and i wanted to get a bit more technical with my arts and wing chun seemed to fit the bill so i went to guys at cambridge kung fu and trained with them till I got my what they call a TG a technical grade which is like first day and I suppose with yeah. them but uh yeah just a bit of a varied mix but just always I love learning so it's all good and uh that's where we were that's that was the kind of journey yeah um so that's, the, that's the very much the journey so far is there to mm. be work in progress to be continued always always you know every day's a school day absolutely um, you know, I love learning, and now with what I do, I, I feel I have to keep learning because, you know, with my students, because of the the, the various disabilities that they have, you know, whether whether it's cognitive or physical or you know, or even emotional, mm. um, different techniques work better with some, and so you know, every day I, I think, oh, how am I going to do that, or you know, what am I going to do? Yeah. So yeah, I love to learn and love love you know just picking up new ideas and things from people so there you go that's where i'm at fantastic i I can and with regards to you can't remember the name name of the instructor i can completely empathize with that because most days i can't even remember what i've had for (laughs) breakfast so the fact that you can't he's like 40 years ago and and no Um, one's going to judge you on that one i think his name was phil funny name is but i mean i only i I was a young boy i only ever called him sensei so yes i could be forgiven for not remembering his actual name that's that's true actually yeah i had that was similar when i was at uh, the the really odd thing about when i when 
I was first training, we we I went to a it was a similar sort of setup. It was a very very traditional school. You know, there was mm. twenty students when I started, and twenty students when the club closed. It was the same people. Hundreds yeah. came, but everybody was yeah. like. They're all crazy. What are they doing? Yeah. And they left. And we always we never used names. But what was really odd was, and bearing in mind I was only a kid, I was, you know, seven eight years old. And so this mm. guy was like, it was on another level in my, <clears throat> from my point of view. But he was actually, he was actually still at school. He was at high school. Really? Yeah, he was a wow. senior in high school. His dad was helping him run the club. I mean, again, this is in the eighties, yeah. so nobody really. Yeah questioned a 17 year old teaching classes and stuff but um i i remember um when i went up to high school mm. um it, I, I can't remember how old i would have been um but he wasn't there but he was still sort of on the peripheral because there was people still at school that he was friends with and i saw him and i was like there's all these people calling him dean they're using his name <laughs> and it was really weird so i I, yeah. I think the only reason i actually know his name is through friends at school <laughs> right it's bizarre mm. uh, when did you um what, when did you first get into teaching then what, what prompted um, that? it's probably about 10 years ago right and uh i'd never had uh, i'd never had any real desire to um teach i i and i, I regret that now i right. do regret that now um but i'd never really and then uh, when I was training with Cambridge Council, as I said, doing the Wing Chun, they they have they had lots of kids classes, and my two little ones, my two were little, and um, they wanted to join, and so I, I ended up teaching some of their kids classes, and right. um, that that was how I kind of got into that, and then the whole sort of adaptive thing came about because uh, just after. Oh, let me think. Two thousand and twelve. It was the Olympics. Right. Um, they uh, Cambridge City Council came and or, uh, and said, uh, you know, we want you to run a course for young people with disabilities over the summer holidays. So, so it was just like one day a week, and uh, the guys at Cambridge Kung Fu, Ross and Cole, came to me and said, Neil, you know, we reckon this is your sort of thing. Would you? and i did so we went off and did it and it was it was amazing it was it was like a it was a real light bulb moment for me because mm. uh, i suddenly saw that actually we could make a huge difference and um so we were running this course and it was literally it was like an hour on a sunday afternoon you know and these guys came along and we did some stuff and it was brilliant and then we were about three four weeks into it and one of the mums came up to me and said this is great this is you know the kids are loving it they're, they're really having a good time but what happens now and it was uh it was a question that i wasn't prepared for to be honest and i said what do you mean she said well you know the kids are loving it but in in two three weeks time this ends and there's nowhere for them to go and i was like you're right because although you know when we talk about people with disabilities obviously you know our first thing is is to in inclusion you know we we want to yeah. have inclusion you know get them into classes and but sometimes some some children some adults you know it's not possible it needs they, they need a class or a an environment where they can learn where they can do it at their pace and you know with their abilities so i went back to the guys at cambridge council and i said you know this is what's happening i said can we 
do an exclusive class, if you like. And they went, yeah, go with it, Neil. So they let me run with that ball. And we came up with this class called the Snow Leopards, which was, you know, mm. and it was phenomenal. It was just all of a sudden we were, we were doing what, you know, my dream, if you like, was this yeah. class that we were teaching. It was only for children, but we were teaching children with, you know, quite severe disabilities, martial arts. Mm. And it was great. And, you know, that's when I then went, well, I think we should have an association. So I started, I formed Adaptive Martial Arts UK and Ireland. And, and that was that was the beginning of this chapter, if you like, mm. that back then. So, yeah. And and obviously through the beer, starting the, the club and through its time mm. that's been running now, mm. what sort of benefits have you seen um, for, for the kids that are involved? Well, with the kids just, you know... Uh, for example, I'll give you an example. Was um, there was a young girl who, who who trained with them who had cerebral palsy, yeah, and uh, you know, very limited movement, very you know, balance problems, all sorts of just physical difficulties that are associated with cerebral palsy. Yeah, and I, I don't teach that class anymore, but I, I sometimes pop along just to have a watch and you know see how they're getting on. And I saw her the other day, and she was jumping over a hurdle. Not like a, not like a big hurdle, but actually over a little, you know, yeah. step over sort of hurdle. That, but she jumped over it, and I was like, actually, you know, she hasn't won any world titles, or she hasn't, you know. But actually, that's huge. That's more, yeah. more, you know. And it was just, it was just beautiful to watch, you know, that actually this this young girl is now, you know, re- her movements are. are way better her balance is better and her confidence her confidence in yeah. herself is is has just changed and it is great you know just to see it those those little what we would think of as a little thing to her mm-hmm. is huge so. yeah it's definitely it's one of the really cool things about martial arts is the mm. its ability to impact people uh, or, or with you know with all different uh issues in life um but it's just it it's, fan- it's that fantastic tool and it's a really good what I like as well it's it's a fantastic leveller as well you, mm. know, you can have a class running and you can look around the class and you can see all these different people you know mm. all with different things going on in their lives but it, it brings everybody together it sort of unifies them and it, 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 and it levels it off it's f- absolutely fantastic um, so it's, yeah it's really cool to hear I, I love as a person I love it when I hear s- stories like this because it's um, it, it's something we need to hear of more I, I personally... Definitely, and it just, it just, you know, I, th- I think uh, martial arts, it, it, it's as you said, it's a great leveler, but also it, it's a, it's an empowerer, yeah. you know. And, and I want these children to be empowered. I want them to have their own voice, you know, their, their own, you know. The, the reason we called that class the snow leopards was because snow leopards are actually the one big cat that that can't roar, which right. is a final. It's sort of a random fact, but it kind of fitted because a lot of these children and a lot of these young adults and a lot of these adults with disabilities don't have a voice uh, or they, you know, that people go, Oh, actually let's get them involved in that because people look at martial arts sometimes and go, Oh, they can't do that. Well, yeah, they can, mm. you know, it just takes a little bit of effort and a little bit of patience and a little bit of passion for people to get 
you know these guys involved so yeah yeah, yeah it's exactly the to, that is exactly the same point that i was chatting with paulie about with with his group mm. the same thing you know it just mm. takes a little bit of we just have to just look at it and go rather than saying no we can't you go mm. well how can how, what can we do to make it a yes and mm. it starts from that point and it can it grows from there doesn't it so yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely fantastic. So, um, you've obviously you've just there briefly mentioned uh, your association, yeah, Adaptive Martial Arts UK and Ireland. Um, mm-hmm. Could you tell us a little bit about more about that and the, the sort of the goals you have for it and, and yeah, what's going on? Um, it started off as you know uh, what I wanted it to be was a place where you know clubs could go and say you know a guy. Uh, guy girl whoever has turned up and we, we we're not sure how to do this you know and that that's fine you know we've all been in that situation teaching where we go oh do you know what i don't really know what i'm you know i'm not sure how yeah. to deal with this um so i wanted to be a reference point and i'm not saying but i'm not saying i'm i've got all the answers but because I, I haven't but uh, uh what i am i wanted to get and this is part of the reason we did this cornerstone thing recently is that I wanted a group of people around us that have got far more experience and far more knowledge than I ever have that we could go to and go, look, Joe in Aberystwyth has got a club and he's got a young lady turned up with, we'll use cerebral palsy as an example. Um, and he's not sure because her balance is poor or or whatever, whatever reason it is, it doesn't have to, has anybody got any advice, any, you know, ideas and, and then be a, be a support for that club. But I also wanted it to be an association where people with disabilities could go, all right, I live in Colchester. There's a club there that is associated with Adaptive Martial Arts UK and Ireland. They will open their doors and welcome me. And that's, that's the biggest point was that I think, a lot of people with disabilities are scared, not scared maybe, but, you know, wary of going because they're, they're like, oh, will I be accepted? Will I, you know, will I be able to do anything? Mm. Uh, and I wanted a sort of, not a beacon, that that sounds very pretentious, but, you know, I wanted clubs to be able to go, yeah, we're part of that. We will do our level best to include that person and get them some training. And that was a simple thing that was it that was it and now we've got classes we've got a class in cambridge for adults we're starting a new class for children the and these are you know we're just getting that we, we the uh, the momentum has started it's yeah. really started now um you know we've we've sort of plodded along for a few years but the momentum's really starting to kick in now and it, it's great it's great to see and it, well, and what's really cool as well is just having a quick click around. And obviously, I I know a little bit as well from mm. the chats we've had and yeah. from the events I've been at. But just looking through the Facebook group now, the the breadth of knowledge and experience from the different instructors that have got involved is huge. Mm. I mean, there are mm. there are people from all walks of martial arts and self defense, yeah. and, um, and which is really cool to see because they bring with them their knowledge as well to add to the pool and I think this mm. over time as you say this is starting to get traction now and people are getting involved yeah. and anybody listening I would you know, encourage you to go and have a look whether you're a student or an instructor go and check out their Facebook group and have a good mm. you know, take a moment to 
look over the things that they're doing in the videos because it is it's it's fantastic stuff and um thank you it's something that i i put I, this is this is the conversation that we've had briefly already but yeah, I yeah. this is something that i would really like to get involved with as well because it's well um, I do believe, Chris, we did talk about we you did. coming and doing a seminar for me, didn't you? Absolutely, we did. We did. It's I mean, that's one thing. That's one thing we did. <laughs> we we did that a lot of groups haven't done is that we got names, if you like, from the martial arts world, and said, "Will you come and do a seminar for us?" Mm. But the rules are, I don't care who you are. You can be, you know, anybody yeah. up there, but it has to be inclusive. Yeah. And touch wood, so far nobody's gone. Oh, I can't do that. So, you know, we've had some big names, you know, we've had Bill Wallace, we've had, you know, Mr. Pillage, we've had Tony Bay, we've had lots of big names over, Master Wong came over, uh, wow. you know, really good, and it's it's been it's been a great journey, you know. And I would imagine uh, it's been a learning experience for those instructors as well, because the names you've named, uh, they're all, you know, pretty uh, humble people, and I'm sure yeah, yeah. some of them have come to you, and, and I haven't spoken to any of them to be able to corroborate this, but uh, mm. I'm guessing that some of them probably said, you know, oh, I actually got a lot out of that as well, personally. Uh, I've learned mm. a lot about myself, and um, I can actually maybe do... I could do more of this. Mm. Um, is, is that is that right? Is, um... Yeah, I think, I think, you know, as you said, the guys that have come along are, are, are you know, one, they're great martial artists, but two, mm. they are very humble people. Mm. And every one of them has come away going, you know what, that was a great experience. Mm. And I think you've got to learn from it. You've got to, you know... I mean, the one thing that I when I set all these, you know, things in place was that everything had to have integrity. You know, it had to have. I didn't want people to go, oh, you know, Joe's just got his yellow belt because he's disabled. You know, so mm. they've gone, oh, you know, have it. Here, you know, every one of my students has to work for it. And I, I don't. When I grade, for example, I don't just do it. I get a panel of, you know people like brian jones and i get robbie woodard in and i get you know these other people in to go actually given you know this person's abilities and have they worked and are they at the the place they should be to be a yellow belt so that i know that when my students go off to do seminars in clubs that are you know or whatever we do yeah people will actually go yeah he is a yellow belt he's a yellow belt through his hard work and his, you know, his dedication and everything else that we associate with martial arts anyway. And and that's where I was, you know, I, I, it had to have it. I didn't want it just to be a sort of give me or, you yeah. know, this is the disabled group or look, you know, that, so that was important. And I think with these guys doing these big seminars for us, and that gave it integrity as well, because all of a sudden you've got, you know big names saying actually we support this and we're behind this so you know that added to to the weight of it so yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's really good stuff so um i from uh look seeing the things that have been going out on your social media feed mm. i believe that you yourself are involved in a a fundraiser at the moment i am yeah 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 um yeah i'm uh losing weight um it was something I, I, you know, we get older, we put on weight, we get... Yep, we do. <laughs> uh, you know, we get complacent with life. Um, so, I, and I reached a point and I was just like, do you know what, I've become a very large man and I need to do something about it. And 
obviously Tony's got his 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 battle at the moment. Yeah. Um, and I thought, well, actually, let's let's tie the two together. One, you know, if we raise some money, it'll help him with whatever he wants to do with it. And two, it will give me the motivation to avoid kebabs and donuts. So you know, <laughs> it it was a, it was a win win really. So yeah, we do, I'm doing a weigh in on Saturday at Kaizen actually. Yeah. Um, see if I've lost the stone. Yeah. So by the time this goes out, that will actually be tomorrow. <laughs> right. Okay. So tomorrow, I'm, I'm, I'm weighing in tomorrow, and hopefully I've lost the stone. Fantastic. Which is from um, from the from the uh, martial arts awards. Uh, back in may yeah that's when i made this decision to do it so yeah yeah it's good though i'm enjoying it though uh, you know it, it's funny I, I yeah i do miss chocolate bars and things but actually eating healthy is pretty good it so, is yeah. it is it's, it, i've found in the past when i've um I'm, I'm one of these i'm one of these people i've kind of got like that martin mcfly syndrome you know the whole thing yeah. where did you cut me yeah I'm, I'm if somebody tells me i can't do it it just mm. It, it just oh, I've said it on this now everyone's going to be doing it yeah. but no I don't know what it is like somebody I remember I was in a, a class and I'd said something about oh well if I just wanted to stop drinking coffee and eating chocolate I'd just stop and they were like mm. oh, and someone went oh no you can't it's not as easy as that I went yes it is yeah. <laughs> and then so I did oh my mm-hmm. goodness <laughs> but I, I so I get what you mean I, it was the first the first few days was a nightmare mm. but once I kind of got into the routine of you know, mm. Don't pick up the chocolate. Don't pick up the no. coffee. And then I started enjoying it. Mm. So it's bizarre, isn't it? <laughs> it is. And you know, I, just, I, I feel better. You know, I've got more energy. I've yep. got more stuff. And you know, which it just helps, doesn't it? It just you know. But it, yeah, no, it's it, all good. It's all good. So, so, so the so the weigh in on on Saturday. It's a little bit. Yeah. It's a little bit late in the day, probably. But hey, you don't know who's listed who might get involved. Is it? Is it? Can people still get involved with the fund? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's just giving page. Uh, you know, you can find it on my Facebook page. Uh, I've shared it. Lots of people have shared it. Um, you know, I set out to raise five hundred pounds for him, which you know, um, I think on. I was looking this morning. We're at two hundred eighty-eight pound on the page, but then I've got a few businesses that have promised me they, they're going to match me for pound for pound. Um, so Spartan Martial Arts and uh, Mask Training mm-hmm. they've um, they've uh, promised they de- me that they deserve a plug on that basis yeah uh, <laughs> yeah. well it's a little plug in it yeah well, it's all good <laughs> um, they, they've promised me that so actually I think we're pretty much we've pretty much done the 500 fantastic um, so anything more now is just a bonus really Absolutely. so but we'll keep going. We'll keep going. So uh, yeah, the, the the plan is to lose sort of four and a half, five stone by the next awards, which is November, I do believe. So wow. So I'm going to keep plodding along on it. Absolutely, you can keep people. I, I noticed you doing some live video feeds as well. Are you going to keep that up as well? Yeah, yeah. Just because I don't normally do. That. Yeah. You know, if you look at the sort of adaptive page, I, I try not to be. I don't try not to personalise it because it's it's not about me. Yeah. But that was, you know, it was a bit to go to the gym and to actually do this. And I think it helps motivate me doing those videos because I know mm-hmm. that it's out there. Then I yeah. can't You're just accountable. hide away and <laughs> I can't hide away and go. Well, yeah, it didn't really happen. I, and forget about it. But if I keep saying to people, you know, I'm doing this, then uh, I have to keep doing it. So yeah, it's yeah. good. 
It's fa- oh, fantastic. So, um, do you have anything um, coming up? Anything you'd like to share with the audience? Uh, any <coughs> events or um, plans for the future? The future? Well, you know, I just uh, we're rolling. You know, we've been rolling out our cornerstones, which are people who have. Uh, you know, it's kind of started off with people who have been integral to the association growing and becoming stronger and you know just and and their help you know their help in making so that's rolling out we've got um we've got pat o'keefe coming to do a seminar on the 23rd in cambridge Mm -hmm. which will be great because we haven't seen each other in a long time and it's really cool to get back in touch with him and do stuff yeah. so I'm very um, that's kind of a little personal one for me as well so th- that was good um, then what else have we got uh, we you know we go you know there's groups of us uh, obviously you've met our Carl who mm. uh, goes everywhere who's you know I think he's more famous even than the pillage <laughs> maybe but um, he uh, we're, we're going up to uh, the Scott Caldwell Memorial uh, Seminar up at Russell Jarmusty's in yep. July there'll be a few couple of three of us going up there just trying to get out there and see people and do things and you know actually go you know what we're here yeah this is us yeah um if anybody wants to get in touch that's brilliant do Um, if anybody if any people who do podcasts or anything want to have a chat that's good but obviously you know i've done this one first so you are the yes you're the winner chris you're the winner (laughs) i am the winner Uh, (laughs) Uh, anybody, Chris, who wants to do a seminar, who wants to get booked up, you know, if you, uh, Chris, if you wanted to do a seminar, Absolutely. you could uh, get in touch and we'll make that happen. We will make it happen. Um, yeah, no, it's all good. You know, we, we're just really, I love the the momentum that it's gained in the last sort of year, six months has been uh, phenomenal. So let's just keep it going. Good. And you know, it is about instructors just opening the doors and giving it a whirl. And I'm always available. As I said earlier, I haven't got all the answers, but um, I probably know a man who has got an answer. Yeah. For you. So uh, if any instructors think, oh, I'd like to do that, but I'm a bit nervous or I'm a bit, you know, I don't really know what I'm doing, then uh, my advice is jump in, do it, and give us a shout. Yep. It all starts with a message or a phone call, doesn't it? And yeah. Go from there. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for your time. Um, I no hope, I'm hoping that this will just give things another little push for you in, oh, that, in the right direction. You know, um, that's brilliant. Absolutely. Um, and we will work out that, that workshop, and then when we've got yeah. some details, we can I can let everybody know on here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, absolutely. Get everybody involved and, and help raise some awareness. It's fantastic. Great Thanks, stuff. Chris. Well, all the best with your... I mean, I'm, I'm actually going to be there. Uh, but all the oh, best, all yeah. the best with I'll your way in on, tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes, we'll say tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, we'll, I'll share, I'll, I'll share the news with everybody next week and our new sex, uh, new sections to how things. Oh, brilliant, thank you, mate. Not yeah, that's great. Thanks very much for your time, and uh, and thank you, thank you for uh, uh, letting me uh, spout along no, for a little bit. No so, problem, sir. It's all good, all good. You're listening to Kick Back with Chris, the Martial Arts Podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. So a big thanks to Neil for coming on the show today to tell us a little bit about his work and his involvement with the uh, Adaptive Martial Arts UK and Ireland Association. And as I'm sure you'll all agree, it's a fantastic sounding group. Uh, And again, I really do encourage people to go along and have a look. Go through the videos and pictures, get in touch, see if there are ways that you can get involved um, either with your club or if you're uh, a student maybe um, 
bringing your your getting your instructor involved or your your fellow students involved in events that they have going on um just just to help raise awareness and to you know to 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 bring forward that little bit more that inclusion that we are lots of us are striving for uh, within the martial arts um so as neil actually mentioned uh, this this coming saturday we have the the kaizen show uh, in nottingham um where i i'm going to be teaching uh, alongside a a breadth of um, martial arts knowledge and and some fantastic instructors. It, it, I do quite honestly have to pinch myself sometimes. Um, you know, the, I see my name listed al- alongside some of the the, the legends that are going to be there. Um, it's uh, it's really really cool, really cool. Um, so if you're interested in um, coming along at the weekend, you can obviously get in touch with me. Um, you can get me on Facebook or through the martialartspodcast.co.uk. Uh, if you drop me a message through there, then I can send you some some more information about when and where exactly I will be teaching. Um, so what's, what else have we got going on at the minute? Well, uh, I've spoken a little bit about um, in the past when I've obviously I've been involved with uh, film and TV work and stuff like that, and it's something I've been I've been pursuing and looking for ways to to get back into. And the really cool thing about getting this podcast up is that it has enabled me to get in touch with people or sorry say it's prompted me to get in touch with people um that i've worked with in the past and i've got a few things going on which is really cool um so i hope to be able to share that information and also the experience of of getting back into this work again after a little bit of time out um i've done little bits here and there but not on a regular basis and obviously my aim now is to try and try and sort of i suppose reinvent myself a little bit you know um given that when I started out I was in my early 20s and now I'm nearly 40 it's a, I'm a different different point in life so sort of reinventing myself and and getting back into the work regularly is something that I would really really like to achieve within the next two years so yeah I will share that journey with you all and uh, and, and bring you on board um, if you are going to be at the Kaizen show this weekend and I've just spoken about this but uh, if you come and find me grab a photo would be really cool to get some photos of me with people that listen to the show so we can add them to the facebook group um and be really cool as well to get a few sound bites from people some quick interviews on the spot um i'm just trying to work out the best method of doing that at the moment i hopefully have that all well no i will have that all ready for the weekend and so we can grab a few sound bites with people to feature in, in later shows as I mentioned on the Facebook group as well, we're now going to be having a question of the week. So if you have a question that you want to put to me, please do submit it either through the website or through the Facebook group so that I can build up that stockpile of questions. And the more the better, really. Uh, any On any subject related to martial arts, it can be a challenging one, it can be a simple one, it can be one somebody's asked a thousand times before. I can try and give my spin on it. But no, the more questions, the better. Um, thank you all again uh, for your support, and I will speak to you all next week. Goodbye. Enjoy our podcast? Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Kickback with Chris on iTunes today.